Alright guys, so welcome to the DotCast episode 2, where we're already floundering because we're a member short, and that's actually it, but... <laughs> you know what they say, no A-wit, no problem. That's true. Every, <laughs> we're already trash-talking this kid. <laughs> Everybody says that. <laughs> Everyone. Everyone yeah. in the house and in, in our community. And his, <laughs> and his life. <laughs> Have you guys actually heard him say it? I'm sure. <laughs> uh, with us as always, besides Away, is myself, Brooks. And I am Seth Weaver. Yeah, and Joseph here. And so we're running the three-man crew today. Yeah, skeleton crew. But, um, still gonna be a good episode, despite what we may have just said. Probably uh, better. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> We were thinking about trying something new, but with 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 Aaron being gone, I think we're gonna stick. We're gonna have some we're gonna have some cool stuff in entertainment, sports, and then we're gonna wrap it up with a deep question again. Um, as as I guess we get bigger, if we get bigger, I'd love for people to submit topics or questions for us to answer. I think that'd be kind of cool. Special um, guests. Special guests. Oh, baby. We might bring in some other doc boys as the weeks go on. Very true. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so so with with entertainment, what are we what are we discussing? So today, um, since it's a really relevant issue in our house uh, and the guys we're living with here in Cincinnati, uh, we thought we'd talk about the topic of Netflix and how it can be an amazing opportunity to watch TV and also a life corrupting app that leads to procrastination and. Laziness. <laughs> Let us point out, not only life corrupting, but who on the third floor got glasses because he watched Netflix for eight hours straight? <laughs> <laughs> At J. Colon. <laughs> Boy, that kid. Dude, and then Jordan was literally telling me, like, he, at one point in his life, was trying to watch so much Netflix that, like, he was trying to hurt his eyes. Oh, my God. Like, on purpose. I'm just like, what are you doing, boy? I mean, anything is good in moderation. Except coke, meth, and heroin. <laughs> okay. Any anything that isn't going to physically harm your body is good in moderation. Even like sugar and stuff like that. So it's all about balance. Sugar is bad news. I kick the <laughs> sugar out. So get lost. Black coffee straight. Black coffee straight. Heck yeah. Caffeine. Hook me up. Sugar. No dice. <laughs> Anyways, Joseph, do you watch? Do you have Netflix? No, I don't watch TV or At Netflix all. or no. I just no. I've literally like in my life I've eliminated virtually every addictive thing there is, <laughs> so I can have time for whatever else. And at this point, I'm not sure that I'm like using that time well enough because school just like rules everything. But like, I don't know. I definitely still have time hanging with you guys, so that's great. But it's just like, I don't feel joy watching Netflix. I don't feel like fulfilled like watching TV shows or like whatever it is. So I just don't do it. You don't really get invested in them, because I I feel like that's the main draw. You know, that's when the people main... binge is because they're like, it's relatable in some sense to whatever yeah. they're going through, or it's just a yeah. But I mean, I just look at it like I have a life to live. Why would I spend like all this time trying to relate to these fictitious like? fictional people when I could literally be developing my own life 
That's one way to look at it. I don't it. have that kind of time. I just do not have that kind of time. Well, I do. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I actually spend a lot of my time on YouTube, which is which I feel like is even more regressive or demeaning than spending a day watching Netflix is spending a day watching YouTube. Because uh, there's something with, like, I feel like levels of production where if you watch, like, just crappy stuff in general, yeah. it's like you feel worse about it because it's like you, you didn't get anything out of it. It's just yeah. like watching The Big Bang Theory or something. <laughs> so I watch a little bit of Netflix and a little bit of YouTube, so I feel like I can relate to both of those. Um, I feel like when I – Netflix is a really good tool to, like, watch a certain series that people are talking about like I watched Friends and The Office on it which is really good but then there's people that just like try and watch everything which is not as good um, the big one obviously on Netflix right now is Stranger Things which I haven't seen and obviously Joseph has not seen but you told me that you were watching it right uh, I've, I've seen the first season but I actually have not started the second one yet because I'm Freaking sucked into YouTube. <laughs> what? Are you, what are you watching on YouTube? Uh, I'm a big fan of Rooster Teeth. I don't I know if you Yeah. And Wait, no, that production, this pine was Rooster Teeth? Sugar this Pine 7 is, Seven was is Rooster part Teeth. of Rooster Teeth. Yeah, they, yeah it's, it's a whole big thing, but they're like the most recent addition to a bunch of different, I guess, like, fra- I don't know how, like, Rooster Teeth's the parent company, then they sign on like all these other different kind of successful companies to be part of the family, but they're still their independent thing, but they're part of Rooster Teeth. Uh, hmm. I don't know. I, I mean, I watch it. It's good stuff, whatever they're doing. It's it's good. Um, but yeah, net, Netflix. I, the, que- the question is definitely right to be asked when it's like, okay, well, how much is too much? And for and I think the answer varies for some people, but I don't know. There's still some right or wrong answer to it, I think. Yeah. I think it's important to know, like, your own, like, limitations. And, like, for some people it can be a huge issue. And for other people, if you know yourself, then you can kind of limit what you're watching. Yeah. I think, I think people with, in general, just the addictive personalities in general yeah. will be a lot more prone to, to binging or making plans around Netflix instead of making their plans and then having it as kind of their downtime activity. Uh, I know it's a, it's a problem for me with, with that type of thing. I'll sit and binge and I, I wouldn't say I plan my day around it, but if I have nothing going on, that's what I, that's what I do. I don't try and plan. It's just like, okay, cool. So now I can sit here for six hours and watch a bunch of crap that means nothing kind of like how you said earlier in that you have your own life to live yeah. and you're you're living it vicariously through these fictional characters on a screen and i think i think that is a real problem a lot more would probably get done if netflix wasn't a thing <laughs> another issue kind of to think about is like i think it's okay to like relax and watch stuff like that once in a while but like the number of kids that have tablets and stuff these days mm, and have Netflix oh. that's something another whole separate issue to kind of be raised there and 
again, I think personally it comes down to like moderation. Like you need time outside and then also like a little bit of time to like relax and watch TV too. I don't know what you guys think about that. Speaking of raising kids, iPads are raising the up and coming generation. Like I'm telling you, I'm not gonna like call any names here, but I know people like little kids, they don't have their iPad. Hey Joseph. They, what up? Bro, I just did the math. Yeah? I've been, like, total amount of Dexter I've watched. Yeah? 2.75 days. Boy! <laughs> Dude, are you still going? Bro, I gotta finish out. <laughs> <laughs> this is what we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Jacob, we did a shout out for you earlier if you didn't hear it. <laughs> you want to join us? <laughs> I love Jake. Well, this is kind of what spurred the topic of talking about Netflix is Jake's addiction to uh, Netflix. <laughs> yeah, in, in case it wasn't heard, he just said uh, he's been binging Dexter. And he started, what, maybe a month ago? And he's invested, oh. like, what did you say, 2.75 days? I'm pretty sure those 2.75 days have been within the past two weeks. So, so basically three days and out of 14 have literally been spent Maybe one on week, Netflix. honestly. Like, I would not be surprised. I haven't even heard of Dexter. You haven't? I feel like that's... That might be more of a me problem. Yeah, that's than, a you uh, problem. Oh. <laughs> That, that means you're the only one here that's heard of Dexter. Dexter is good. It's very good. A lot of people give it crap after the fourth season, saying it just it and tanked entirely. But I I still I I liked it. But again, I think it's because you invest in the characters, and some people are watching it for kind of like the plot and the story. And I I like the characters in it, so I hung on. But uh, anyways, to get back on track, we were talking about. Joseph, you're talking about people that know that have kids that are just glued to their iPads. Oh, yeah. And if you take away the iPad, they go crazy. Like, they don't know how to act like normal people without their iPads. It's like they literally, like, are lost. Their life is like, they don't have it. Like, you take away their iPad, you take away their life. Because that is their life. Are they throwing tantrums or are they, they just don't know staring what to at do. walls? They literally do not know what to do. Like, you take it from them, and they're just, like, walking around, like, annoying you to, like, give them their iPad back. Like, it's just not good. I'm telling you, like, it's it's not their fault, necessarily. Like, I think, like, as an adult, it's definitely your fault for binging Netflix or whatever. But as a kid, you have, like, parents that are supposed to not let that kind of stuff happen. They're supposed to help you, like... Kids don't know the implications of that. Like, they don't know what it's going to mean for them later on in life when they're in high school and they can't do anything but watch Netflix or, like, play on their iPad. Like, they don't know the consequences like that. So, I think it's a lot on the parents. Um, so, yeah, shout out to better parenting in this world. <laughs> My parents did a good job, though, I think. <laughs> Is there a case to be made, though? Where this is just the future. This is how people will be entertained from here on out. Instead of going out, you know, there will always be people, hopefully, who will want to go out and explore the wilderness or 
spend their time learning an instrument or things like that. But you, it is relevant to say that looking into the future, you see stuff like esports becoming a thing. People are getting paid to play video games more and more now as like professional teams similar to NFL and things like that. Not to the scale, but it's out there. And and an argument could be made too that this, this newfound kind of technology, I guess, in Netflix and, and things like that is maybe it'll foster... Uh, a different kind of creativity in people to further advance that kind of entertainment or or they go on to make things like the things they saw when they were younger. Um, I think at the end of the day, kind of how you said earlier, Brooks, it's it's a balancing thing. You, you have your time to do that stuff and then have others. Be, be a well-rounded person in your interests. Don't devote all your time to one cause, I guess. Yeah, and as a parent you and your spouse obviously should agree upon certain ages and time limits for kids to be in technology because again technology can be beneficial in the right amount of doses but so is going outside and being active especially for like younger generations yeah yeah or else we'll end up like wally and we're all (laughs) gonna be in those chairs fat as uh we could possibly be have you seen yeah. Wally? Yeah, no, I love Wally. That's okay. yeah, yeah, I love that Wally. Yeah, but like seriously though, I'm saying like as far as like willpower, like you guys are saying, like I am a firm believer of like pushing yourself, where you literally have to like choose the right thing, like not getting it out of your life. So like forcing yourself to confront the issue, not like hide it, so you don't ever have to. Like, I don't know if you, like, see what I'm saying, but, like, basically, like, if you're watching Netflix and you're watching too much Netflix, I want you to have that TV remote really close to you, and you choose not to, not to touch that TV remote. I see what you're saying. Yeah, I, I think you're a better person because of that than if you were to just, like, get rid of your TV. They'd have to acknowledge it as a problem, though. Some people are totally fine spending that amount of time doing those things. Yeah. And they don't really yeah. see it as a problem. That's just how they enjoy yeah. the, using their time, I guess. Yeah. So, I mean, it's like a balance, I guess. Like, you define what your own balance is. And, like, some people, it's insane how much they're okay with, like, binging. But to other people, they won't do it at all. And... I would say, I don't think you can say like, oh, one person's right, one person's wrong, because it's their life, and we can't tell anybody how to live their life. And I think that's maybe the best part about, like, being in America, that some of us are privileged enough to raise kids entirely with technology, and some people won't, and it's totally like how you want your family to be raised, and your, like, your personal, like, own dynamic. yeah. And it is a choice, but what I will say is, like, there are communities online that, like, go, like, no technology for, like, 10 days or something, and they're, I mean, like, I've done, I haven't done it for, like, 10 days, but just, like, I have this, like, theory, kind of, that, like, time you spend in front of a screen goes faster, and so, in a way, by spending time on your phone, your laptop, in front of the TV, you're kind of like fast forwarding your life a little bit. 
you have less life to live because you're giving it to the screen. And, I mean, you literally just think about it, like, how fast does time go when you're out living life in the woods? Like, I feel like two days go by when I'm out camping for one day. And then if I'm inside doing homework on my laptop all day, it feels like half a day. Like, I just, yeah, I don't know. I don't know that I can or anybody can really just get rid of technology at all. Like, I'm studying technology. I love technology. But it's just, I don't know. It's, we didn't always have it. And it's just like figuring out how it fits into our life, into society. And what that means for us is challenge every day, I feel like. Yeah, because when you do think about it, this technology technology is still pretty new. Mm-hmm. You think two hundred years ago from now, we we didn't did we didn't have cars, oh. even. Nope. And so, there's still people alive right now who lived before the time of cars and are now having to deal with uh, phones smarter than their computer from five years ago or something and it it we're we're i feel like we're growing so fast technologically that we're we're playing catch up with the repercussions of those advancements for our own uh sanity or whatever you want to call it i don't know but we've been talking a lot about the consumer side of things and we kind of branched off in Netflix, but to take it back to Netflix, and more specifically, <laughs> Kevin Spacey. Uh, House of Cards. Yeah, he has definitely just jumped into the toilet and flushed it himself, because... Yeah, for those of you that haven't heard, uh, Kevin Spacey was starring in a popular Netflix series called House of Cards, and then there was some... Uh, allegations like, declared against him about how he was sexually like harassing um, I don't re- remember specifically it was either a man like or a boy and it was a 14 year old was it yeah a 14 year old boy and to kind of try and cover up his media team like had him like come out of the closet basically and a lot of people were kind of saying that he just came out to kind of cover up the the allegations and that someone else even came out and um, claimed that they were also like harassed by Spacey and so they actually canceled the Netflix series House of Cards and they're not going to be making any more of it which is insane it is it, it, I'm curious if there weren't all these other allegations the, don't get me wrong These this needs to happen and it's a good thing it's happening but I wonder if Kevin Spacey was the only one people came out against if the repercussions would be this bad. I feel like it's just, but at the same time, I feel like it's a little bit of an overreaction. Because... Is he even getting jail time? Well, they well they're just confirmed. allegations. Yeah, it's just people saying that, that it happened. It hasn't been tried in court or anything like that. Is it going to be? I'm assuming that there will be like at least like investigations yeah. on it. It's pretty early in the process. But I don't know how there's any way of knowing, you know? Yeah, it's like that in every kind of case like this. So it, I feel like it's getting to a point recently too where it's 
it's almost dangerous the other way and now people who just don't like the the people that are in power are going to start coming out and saying these things because people will believe them which is which is tough because you can't disown the fact that this person says they were harassed sexually or molested or in some cases even raped uh, it's it's a pretty heavy subject and you can't take it lightly but at the same time it is very curious to think if, if they could just be lying to get back at somebody who's, who didn't give them a chance or who was just frankly like a dick to them and so like fine well guess what you, you, you groped me and then it becomes a big deal. Well, yeah. I think it's hilarious, or not even hilarious, it's just, like, alarming almost, is how afraid other actors are of, like, negative press like that. Because Spacey was cast in a movie that was supposed to come out December 22nd of this year, which is about two months from when this is being recorded, and he got recast by um, um, Christopher Plummer and for the movie that's set to come out in two months, so they have to reshoot all of his scenes and put them back in there within two months. And they decided to recast him because um, other actors on the scene, Michelle Williams and Mark Wahlberg, were kind of leading a, the report calls a unified front of getting uh, Spacey's scenes reshot by someone else. I think it's just kind of crazy how like other actors see that and they're like, well, we don't want to be involved with that. So they just straight up removed him from the movie yeah that's that's pretty wild and part of me wants to want wants to wonder if maybe that was just because they know if kevin spacey's going to be in that movie that movie will not make as much money because of the moral moral high ground the average joe has supposedly and so they're probably saying that to save their paycheck in some some aspect because i'm sure they don't like disown Kevin Spacey as a as a friend. I'm sure they knew him then. And yeah. if they're good people too, they should they shouldn't defend him, but they should be there for him at yeah. least. And to to do what's probably going to be Kevin Spacey's last work uh kick him out of it completely. I don't know. But again, at the same time, I want to say they're right to do that. Yeah. It's 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 a smart decision for the movie. Yeah. And if it's true, then yeah, he shouldn't he shouldn't be rewarded for it in the sense that he'll get money coming in from the industry that's reporting these things about him. Uh, it's it's tough in general, and I'm not I'm not the one I guess to make those decisions, obviously. Um, but yeah, I guess that, that was a lot of tough questions that. We are absolutely by no means qualified to answer or talk about how to raise kids with technology and <laughs> um, people getting allegations about being a sexual offender. So we'll take a step away and let you uh, recover and we'll come back with some, some sports. Alright, so welcome back. We're going to jump right into sports here with our uh, NFL picks last week. Quite a turnaround for me from the week before, 
and uh, Joseph is still doing pretty good with his, his zero knowledge of sports. Um, but anyways, Joseph was three and one, and so was I. I was three and one, and then Aaron and Brooks were both two and two. Uh, Should calculated? Do you have what that puts us at on the on the season? Yeah. So you, you Brooks is six and three. Aaron is seven and two. I'm six and three, and Joseph, you're six and three. So oh, Aaron's nice. ahead by one one win compared to the rest of us. We're all tied. <laughs> so it's it it, it is it, it's uh, it's a close it's a close race. Well, I think we should actually do that flip coin. <laughs> flip a coin. Yeah, flip a coin for uh. If, for Aaron. No. Oh. <laughs> He's not here, so we. Dude, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I was just gonna say in general, so we compare ourselves to the coin flip. I guess we could. We but could I mean, also... honestly, if we're in the threes, it's kind of like not really gonna work. Cause it's like, well, I mean, I don't know. What do you mean we're in the threes? Like we're at three and four. Like I'm just saying, what are the odds that like? Oh, because there's only oh. like a certain number of games. Well, and like with a coin flip. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know, like, if it could do better. Yeah. Uh, we could try. We could try. We could, maybe we'll we'll flip a coin after the recording and compare how well it does to us. Yeah. Anyways, let's jump into the games that we picked for this week. Um, I have... Do we want to do four again or five? I we did five the very first time. Yeah, we, we did five the first time. Went a little long, but we're down a person. So let's let's give it let's give it our let's give it okay. our best with a fiver. Sounds good. So the first game is Thursday night football uh, tomorrow night, Ooh. which when you'll be listening to this, the game will have already been done. But it's the Seahawks versus the Cardinals. <laughs> great, great matchup. What do you mean, Seth? <laughs> Cardinals suck. Oh. Seahawks. Right, right away. I'll I'll write these down since Aaron's not here. Yeah, I don't know anything. I'll go Seahawks, I guess. I was going to go Seahawks, too, but it's a Thursday night game, and it's the fifth game that I added for doing five games. So, <laughs> so you, is that Seahawks for everybody? Well, depending, we'll have to get Aaron's picks after. Right. Oh, he's going Seahawks. I don't know. He might. He likes those upsets. He picked the Giants last week to beat the Rams. But, uh, yeah. I think Seattle's... I feel like that's an easy... I feel like that's an easier one. Seattle's pretty strong. Cardinals aren't. So, I don't know. the next game is our crap shootout game of the week. The <laughs> Giants versus the 49ers. The Giants are 1-7, and seven, and the 49ers <laughs> are not much better. I think they're also... They're either 0-8 or 1-7. I think, I think I felt like that'd be a good one. To... This one's actually hard because they're both yeah. so bad. Dude, they're that's gotta so be a great game. <laughs> it ends zero zero. I wonder if you can get like tickets for like free. <laughs> we should. Okay, you know what? While we decide about who's gonna win the Giants Forty Niners game, I'm gonna look up the price of a Cleveland Browns football ticket. Oh, yeah. it's gotta oh. be. It's gotta be in the teens. <laughs> like eighteen bucks, twenty two bucks. It, it can't be much, much more. At least for the nosebleeds. Go to StubHub. This podcast is not sponsored by StubHub. But StubHub, if you're listening. <laughs> yeah. If you're listening. 
more than happy. I think we should bleep out StubHub. I don't want to like give them free press. <laughs> well, hold on. If StubHub hears this, boy, they'll give us free tickets or they'll just pay us to say the name. I'll tattoo StubHub on my forehead. <laughs> Bet. Okay, so I wouldn't want to see a temporary tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be showing up to the Brown game for free with that. Yeah, I've already got a coming on stump, my leg. Stumboat tattoo. <laughs> okay, so who are we picking? The, the Giants or the 49ers? Oh, wait, what was the price? I, I'm finding it right now. Oh, okay. I'm going to say Giants because they at least have some semblance of good in them, I feel like. Whereas, well, actually, is do you know if the Giants are home or away? It is at the 49ers. Ooh. Actually, I'd pick the 49ers. Get their first win or something. I'm going 49ers. Joseph, how, what, what are you thinking here? I'm thinking random number generator, baby. <laughs> Let's just go with the Giants. All right. Okay, then I am also going to go with the Giants. Snap. So. This is where you guys might get me. Aaron, Aaron might go for the 49ers, too. I don't know. I feel like it. it's a long flight. New York to San Fran. And Eli Manning sucks. He does, yeah. Everybody sucks in that game. There's no good player. Is Odell Beckham Jr. even healthy at this point? I don't think so. I thought his injury was season-ending. But I, I'm probably wrong in that because I don't pay enough attention. I just know he got hurt. He broke his ankle or something. I don't know. Okay, so the next game is Cowboys Falcons. Cowboys are on a roll lately. Yeah. Even with Ezekiel being out, Dak Prescott, cool, calm, collected. So I'm going with the Cowboys. Yeah, I I to- I said last week that my easy pick was <laughs> Kansas City beating the Cowboys. <laughs> and then they lost. Yeah. So I'm gonna give the Cowboys. I'm gonna give Dallas my vote this week because I feel like they earned it. Joseph, wait, who you got? Um, who is it? The Cowboys and, and the Falcons. Oh, you was... picked Dallas last week, and they they saved you. They beat the Chiefs. That's true. Yeah. How are the Falcons like? I mean, the Falcons are kind of in a slump after the Super Bowl last year. They oh, did they were, win a Super Bowl? They yeah. you know they lost in the Super Bowl. Oh. They got they they were up by like twenty seven points in the third quarter and they blew the twenty seven point lead and they lost. Like the the Patriots came all the way back. Oh yeah, <laughs> I yeah I literally like think I saw the last ten minutes. I'm so mad about that. So many people were. I'm just I like hate the Patriots. Tom Brady's a cheater. I just love how much people hate the Patriots. Tom Brady's a cheater. I think I saw a meme about that. <laughs> <laughs> we can talk about the play game. <laughs> the Falcons lost to the Seahawks last week. Or to the Panthers last week, my bad. 17-20. Yeah. So, you going with Dallas or Atlanta? Oh, let's go Dallas. Okay. Did anyone go Atlanta? No, but A-Way a- might. Ho- hopefully... I might pick. This is the game that I might, I might try and flip up on. So it's the Patriots versus the Broncos. At Denver. Uh. Mile high. That air is thin. I was there this summer. <laughs> it is. It is unforgiving. Denver's been stinking though, haven't they? Did. Well, they lost to the Chiefs. Um, 
a couple weeks back, and but by by ten. And last week they got hit hard by the Eagles, but the Eagles are probably the best team, one of the best teams in the NFL. That's right true. Um, oh wow, they have been. Maybe this game wasn't such a such an even pick. They lost to the Chargers and the Giants. They lost to the Giants. Yeah, that's the Giants' only that's win. That's the Giants' only win is over the Broncos. Jeez. And that was at Denver too. I think I might have to go Patriots. Yeah, then. I was thinking about picking the the Broncos, but I guess after that, I'll I'll go Patriots as well. Just I like to see the Patriots make people upset. So, <laughs> so are you picking them or not? Oh yeah, I'm picking them. Okay, because <laughs> it'd make us mad if you pick Denver since we both pick Patriots. Know what I'm saying? I'm picking up what you're putting down. Yeah. <laughs> not really. <laughs> right. I'm like not even paying attention here to the sports. <laughs> like, like, yeah. <laughs> so this last game is the New Orleans Saints versus the Buffalo Bills. Two, two kind of teams that were question marks coming in to the year. And the Bills were... Um, Doing pretty good, but then they lost. Uh, who they they lost uh, Taylor to injury. Did they really? Um, yeah, I believe so. Huh. Well, I think they lost someone to injury. Was it? They said Lashawn McCoy. Yes, they do have. See uh, who got her? McCoy. No, he's, he's still, still in. Oh. And the. Saints have a breeze, and the Saints have won quite a few of their last games. Yeah, they've been on tear. Yeah, they won six of their last games. You know, I think they've gone on this win streak the, the right when they got rid of Adrian Peterson. I don't know why that was, but they got rid of him, and then they went on a six-game bender. Uh, but this, this is my EZ pick of the week. New Orleans Saints. You know, smack Buffalo. Oh, man. Part of me wants to call the upset, but... Oh, man. I don't know. What's the upset in this? In the I think the Bills would kind of be the upset here. They're both pretty evenly matched, I think. The Bills lost to the Jets, who have been an NFL surprise after everyone thought they were going to go 0-16. <laughs> but they... I don't know. They beat, like, the... Broncos and the Falcons, and they held the Panthers to a tight game. That's not too impressive. I feel like. I don't know. Just, I just I just thought the Bills have been doing good. I guess I'll go with the Saints. I'm gonna go with the safe pick. Yeah. You watch. You watch. I'm gonna pick the Saints. I picked your easy pick easy. last week. Easy. Lost. <laughs> Joseph, Bills or uh, Saints? Saints, I guess. Alright, so we literally all picked the same. Wait, did we? I picked oh. the 49ers, and you guys both picked the Giants. So. I don't know what my strategy was this week for picking, <laughs> but I literally think, like, last week I just, like, picked the most alphabetical, like, team. This <laughs> is the wild card. Yeah. Just the way Aaron picks, because he'll, he'll overanalyze it a little bit. He does. He likes to. He thinks too much about it. Dude, I, you know, I love it when Jake, like, analyzes it. Like, seriously, he picks, like, the randomest facts about, like, stuff you never heard yeah, he about. He looks at the punters and the long snappers. 
to determine the games. Dude, but he sounds like you know what he's talking about. Like, yeah. Maybe to you. I <laughs> <laughs> got him. <laughs> so, at the so the Jacksonville Jaguars will play the Cleveland Browns uh, Sunday, November nineteenth at one p.m. And tickets in section five forty two where there's no alcohol are six dollars each. Six dollars. Now, granted, that's the upper deck. You could move down. Oh, hold on. I accidentally selected too many. Um, you can move down a whole deck, a whole row closer to the field, get them for sixteen dollars each, a whole ten dollar yeah. increase. Oh, oh, oh. And alcohol. And alcohol. And let's move down. See what tickets cost. What right do season tickets like look like? I have no idea. Tickets right down on the field are about thirty to fifty dollars, depending on like how fast or like how close to the stadium you are. That's wild. Yeah. I you you think like you get courtside seats for any NBA game? Those are like I don't know, not fifty dollars. <laughs> yeah, I guess we could look up a good team um, in comparison. We could look up. Oh, like the Bengals. <laughs> that is not true. <laughs> Probably the same price. But it's the 25th year of the Bengals franchise. Come and celebrate. Oh. I've <laughs> been seeing those commercials everywhere. Of, they're going to get rid of, um, what's his name, their coach? Lewis. How did I know that? <laughs> <laughs> I... They need to. They need to get rid of him and Andy Dalton. I'm not. I'm a Browns fan too, so I'm just along for the ride. I'm in this dumpster fire. I was born into it, and I've lived it. And uh, I guess the Bengals have. I feel like it's better to be terrible than it is to just be mediocre all the time. And the Bengals are mediocre all the time. Holy cow. Okay, so... The Miami Dolphins play at the New England Patriots Stadium on Sunday, November 26 at 1 p.m. And the highest row up ticket prices are $279 a ticket. Wow. The, like the top of the stadium. The top of the stadium. To sit all the way down, like kind of by the field in the same section. I did all these by like the corner. Uh, of the stadium, it's about three hundred and fifty dollars per ticket. I mean, might as well if you're spending two hundred whatever to sit at the top, might as well drop that extra hundred fifty down and sit right by the field. That's, that's just nuts. Insane. Six dollars versus two hundred and fifty nine dollars yeah. to see a team that shows you the difference. And there's crazy people that probably spend that each week to go. Oh, for sure. Go watch cheaters play. <laughs> yeah, those freaking cheaters. <laughs> Bill Belichick and Tom Brady need to go to jail. <laughs> to play gate. That, I mean, I actually didn't care too much because I don't care that much about the NFL. But I don't know. Tom Brady just rubs me the wrong way. Bill Belichick rubs me the wrong way. Boston oh. rubs me the wrong way. Yeah. No, just kidding. I don't know what it is. I don't know. For all of our Joseph Sports fan listeners, uh, this isn't us making like false allegations. There are definitely straight-up facts of different instances where the New England Patriots were cheating. 
over different. Now that doesn't take away from the fact that Tom Brady's probably the best quarterback to ever play, at least in our generation. But does that mean he's the best quarterback to ever cheat? Yep. Yeah. Oh, got him! <laughs> we make the same argument about Barry Bonds. Yeah. His home run numbers and taking steroids and cork bats, all that jazz. Cork bats? Yeah, they would take the inside of the bat and put cork in it, and it makes the ball come off the bat. He did um, that. He did, yeah. So oh. There's actually, I'm pretty sure you can go on YouTube and find a, an instance where he hit a ball and the bat broke and the cork flew out of it and they they found it and um, suspended him for it. There's also some really funny videos, even if you're not into sports, of pitchers trying to cheat with like tar and yeah. put it on their neck and like or on like their hat and so they can, they can grip the ball better and make it spin more on oh. the curveballs. And it's so obvious. It's like, were you even trying that well to cheat? Anyways, I think that's trying to keep our sports section a little bit shorter. We picked five games. So next week we'll come back with those results, and hopefully Aaron will not be in the league. And one of yeah. Because what did we say earlier? No, no Whitaker, no problem. Or yeah. <laughs> so we'll come back with our uh, deep question and kind of finish off the, the show. Okay, so we're back. It's time to put on our thinking caps as we dive a little bit deeper into a philosophical question. And our question for this week is, would things on this world go better or worse if humans started focusing on what was going well rather than what was going wrong? So I know that's a little confusing, so let's try and try and just say it one more time. So would things like the issues of this world get better or would they get worse if we as humans start focusing on what was going well rather than what was going wrong? Um, I personally have to answer this question. Um, you need to focus, in my opinion, on the good things in the world but the bad things in yourself. So you need to be the change you want to see. And the only way you're going to do that is by recognizing you need to change. But you need to realize you can't change the world. So you better start seeing the good in the world or else you're just going to be miserable. Because you would like, I'm not like discouraging all you like aspiring like politicians or whatever to like, you, you can't change the world, but it's not easy. People don't change easily. Um, so just don't expect like, you can change the world. Don't, don't get me wrong. I, you, you can change the world, but don't expect it. Because nine times out of ten, it's going to break your heart. A little bit of the Michael Jackson starting with the man in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that response a lot, actually. That's kind of, I guess, what I was going to say. Um, so, like, I, def I am going to the University of Cincinnati to be a teacher. And I think a lot of times some people will become teachers because they have a lot of this... I want to affect like future generations that are going to change the world. And I think the kind of mindset you have to have as a teacher is that I'm not going to change the world, but I can affect the lives of the people that get put in my classroom or the people that get put in my way. Yeah. And if I can positively like 
benefit their life and help teach them life lessons along with like whatever material they're supposed to be learning then I can kind of show them like a positive um, like example then that is leading the world to a better change so to answer the like overall question of would things get better or worse I think there's no right way of saying well we can only focus on what's good and what's bad you gotta have a balance I, I mean, you guys pretty pretty well put from you both. Um, I don't know. I don't know. To me, it just seems like if you focus on what's good, then the bad stuff's never gonna get solved. If you if that's all you do, I feel like you can almost look at that now in our current landscape or whatever. People keep trying to say, well. I don't want to make this political, but people are always saying America is great, you know, this, this, and this, and I don't think they even know why they're saying that, because there's a lot of stuff that makes America Oh, you're referring to that one YouTube video, like, what? about, like, what makes America great, and then he, like, goes into, like, all these, like, facts and stuff, how we aren't, like, the most educated, like... No, I've like, actually never seen that. I know what oh, video you're talking yeah. about. It's from a show called The Newsroom. And in the scene, the guy, well, the whole show is based around a guy that has a political talk show. And in the scene that got really famous on YouTube is he's at some conference and where college students are asking questions and they ask, you know, what's the greatest, like, why is America the greatest country in the world? And the other people kind of give some, like, one's supposed to be a liberal and they say, like, a bunch of programs and the conservative, this guy says it's freedom. And then the guy that the show is based around kind of goes off and says that America isn't the greatest country in the world. And I think there's some really interesting points in that video that can be taken away like from from it, but you also can't like feel like a lot of people also got kind of butt hurt when they aired it. <laughs> well, America is the greatest country in the world. And like I think it all comes back to the balance of saying there's things that are going really good and there's things that are going really bad. And like you said, if you never focus on the bad things, they're never going to get solved. But conversely, if you never focus on the good things every once in a while, you're just going to be bitter. Yeah, yeah. I watched a, a guy debunk most of the things that that guy actually said that was bad about America. It was, I think it's an older video at this point. Yeah, yeah, it is, it is. But I'm just saying, like, somebody, like, went through each point that he made and just kind of said, like, how he was twisting it to make it look better mm-hmm. for his point of, like... For his for the sake of the argument, than it actually was. So yeah. Yeah, and the show is meant to kind of challenge the way that we think about certain things. Um, there's a couple other scenes from the newsroom on YouTube that are really interesting. There's one about climate change, and like you said, I think they kind of twist some facts to kind of make it more grave. But the whole point I think they're trying to make is kind of open our eyes to the fact that you know you have to acknowledge some of the bad stuff. Yeah, and some of the good stuff. Yeah, I've I've said for a long time, I I I believe nationalism is cancer. I agree with that. And you need to be realistic, and being realistic means there are good things, but there are also the bad things. Uh huh. And some of those bad things, I are climate change. Climate change, I think, is going to be the defining issue of our generation, and and. But, but our generation can't control what's going to happen with the climate because we can't be... Oh, 
put in charge. Okay, I mean, I don't know if you want to get political, but I'm just saying, from what I understand, even if we did get put in charge and, like, doing all the green initiative things, like, we would change, like, 1% of it. We could actually Well, we have to look, we have to look, we have to be altruistic in our goals and not focus on what's going to change in our lifetimes, but what's going to change in the lifetimes after ours. So may only change 1%. No, it's going to, well... I don't know. You gotta, <laughs> the problem is, is we've screwed up so much so far is that that is all the difference we can make. But the differences we make last longer than the lives we live. And hopefully as time progresses, we create more and more different things to help and, and maybe expedite the process so it's not growing 1% every 80 years or something. So you're just saying like eventually a stack of pennies makes a dollar kind of thing. Well, the climate needs saved. Yeah. This is what I'm saying. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no beating around the bush. Yeah. And it, I, if, if it was 0.01% every 80 years, I'd still say we need to do it. Because if there's no climate, if there's no nature, then there's no us. Uh, if, if that's what it needs to be to someone to say, like, okay, yeah, we need to do something, then look at it that way. Or yeah, you could say, just... like, you know what? I want I want my grandkids to know that see lions sometime or see this bird or know what ants are I don't know you know I think we take a lot of things that nature gives us for granted yeah you are wrong but that wasn't meant to be get political but I, I I'm pretty passionate about the climate yeah but I guess any any more thoughts from you guys I don't think so I think for a three man show we, we brought some Hopefully, relative information made you think a little bit and uh, kept you interested. If not, I'm sorry. (laughs) Just uh, next week, we'll be back to full strength. And if there's something that you want us to talk about on the dot, you can reach out to us on Twitter or Facebook. Um, The Twitter account is at the underscore dotcast. Yeah, feel free to comment on SoundCloud directly too. If if you have an account, it'll just be easier to do it there. Um, but yeah, give us feedback if there's things we could improve on. Uh, by all means, let us know so we can deliver a better, I guess, product to you guys. If that's what we want to we want to call this. I don't know. But uh, yeah, thanks for watching. Love you guys in the room and listening. Um, we'll see you next week. <laughs> Bye guys.